4.07 a.m. I'm just got up a little bit earlier. So I wanted to start Deuteronomy. I'm excited about it. Uh, this is the fifth book in the Torah. Tradition uh, agrees that Moses wrote this this book. Um, at least up before he dies, then then it's um, believed that Aaron, there, Joshua wrote, Joshua wrote the um, remainder. Just looking at. like the second book of the law. The first part today we're going to go over is Moses pretty much given three sermons in Deuteronomy to the Israelites. They're about to go into the promised land. Sorry, I'm opening up a tea bag. Orange, I'm using Caleb's green little... Dang, I use his name. I'm using the Spies mug that he designed many years ago. Very cute. So there's three sermons in Deuteronomy by Moses. The first one is recounting to the Israelites the 40 years where they wandered the desert. And, uh, um, so I think we're just going to go over chapters 1 through 4 today. I'll tell you what's going on today with us. We spent all day yesterday cleaning and then uh, for about two or three hours. Then Grandma showed up, your mom's mom, we went to go see a movie, and we came back, had some tea, and hung out with Grandma. And uh, she's great. She's a really good grandma to you guys. I'm really, really blessed since my parents aren't alive. Your mom's parents really step up. I'm really, I'm really glad. I'm really honored that they are your grandparents. They're good people. Um, <clears throat> so, without further ado... Deuteronomy chapter 1. These are the words Moses spoke to all Israel in the desert east of the Jordan, that is, in the Arab, opposite Suf, between Paran, Tophel, Laban, Hazroth, and Dizahab. It takes 11 days to go from Horab to Kadesh Barnea by the Mount Seir Road. In the 40th year, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses proclaimed to the Israelites all that the Lord had commanded him concerning them. This was after he defeated Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in the Heshbon, and Edrei had defeated Og, king of Bashan, who reigned in Ashtaroth. East of the Jordan, in the territory of Moab, Moses began to expound this law, saying, The Lord our God has said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring peoples in the Arab, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, and along the coast to the land of the Canaanites, and to Lebanon, as far as the great river, the Euphrates. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of the land that the Lord swore he would give to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. At that time I said to you, you are too heavy a burden for me to carry alone. The Lord, your God, has increased your numbers so that today you are as many as the stars in the sky. May the Lord, the God of your fathers, increase you a thousand times and bless you as he has promised. But how can I bear your problems and your burdens and your disputes all by myself? 
choose some wise, uh, understanding and respected men from each of your tribes, and I will set them over you. You answer me, what you propose to do is good. So I took the leading men of your tribes, wise and respected men, and appointed them to have authority over you as commanders of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, of tens, and as tribal officials. And I charged your judges at that time, hear this Hear the disputes between your brothers and judge fairly, whether the case is between brother Israelites or between one of them and an alien. Do not show partiality in judging. Hear both small and great alike. Do not be afraid of any man, for judgment belongs to God. Bring me any case too hard for you, and I will hear it. And at that time I told you everything you were to do. Then as the Lord our God commanded us, we set out from Horeb and went toward the hill country of the Amorites, through all that vast and dreadful desert that you have seen, and so we reached Kadesh Barnea. Then I said to you, You have reached the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. See, the Lord your God has given you the land. Go up and take possession of it, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, told you. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Then all of you came to me and said, Let us send men ahead to spy out the land for us, and bring back a report about the route we are to take and the towns we will come to. The idea seemed good to me, so I selected 12. And by the way, let's just stop for a second. Um, God told them, that's going to be your land. And Moses said, let's go into it. This is like a an indication that they don't have faith because they said, well, let's send spies into it. You don't need spies. If God's going to give you the land, you don't need spies to go into it. Nevertheless, Moses said, fine, send some spies. Back to the scripture. The idea seemed good to me, so I selected twelve of you, one man from each tribe. They left and went up into the hill country and came to the valley of Eshkol and explored it. Taking with them some of the fruit of the land, they brought it down to us and reported, It is a good land, and the Lord our God is giving us. That the Lord our God is giving us. But you were unwilling to go up. You rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. You grumbled in your tents and said, The Lord hates us, so he brought us out of Egypt to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us. Where can we go? Our brothers have made us lose heart. They say, These people are stronger and taller than we are. The cities are large with walls up to the sky. We even saw the Anakites there. Then I said to you, Do not be terrified. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God, who is going before you, will fight for you as he did for you in Egypt before your very eyes and in the desert. There you saw how the Lord your God carried you as a father carries his son all the way you went unto until you reached this place. In spite of this, you do not trust in the Lord your God who went ahead of you on your journey in fire by night and in cloud by day to search out places for you to camp and to show you the way you should go. When the Lord heard what you said, he was angry and solemnly swore, Not a man of this evil generation shall see the good land I swore to give your forefathers, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh. He will see it, and I will give him and his descendants the land he set his feet on, because he followed the Lord wholeheartedly. Because of you, the Lord became angry with me also and said, You shall not enter it either, but your assistant Joshua, son of Nun, will enter, enter it. Encourage him, because he will lead Israel to inherit it. And the little ones that you said would be taken captive, your children who do not yet know good from bad, they will enter the land. I will give it to them, and they will take possession of it. But as for you, turn around and set out toward the desert along the route to the Red Sea. Then you replied, We have sinned against the Lord. 
We will go up and fight as the Lord our God commanded us. So every one of you put on his weapons, thinking it easy to go up into the hill country. But the Lord said to me, Tell them, Do not go up and fight, because I will not be with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. So I told you, but you would not listen. You rebelled against the Lord's command, and in your arrogance, you marched up to the hill country. The Amorites, who lived in those hills, came out against you. They chased you like a swarm of bees and beat you down from the seer, all the way to Hormah. You came back and wept before the Lord, but he paid no attention to your weeping and turned a deaf ear to you. And so you stayed in Kadesh many days, all the time you spent there. Hang on, I think the hot water's done. Mom's gonna be getting up soon. We're gonna try and get you guys out of here as we go to church early. So I may have to split this. turned back and set out toward the desert along the route to the Red Sea, as the Lord had directed me. For a long time, we made our way around the hill country of Seir. Then the Lord said to me, You've made your way around this hill country long enough. Now turn north. Give the people these orders. You are about to pass through the territory of your brothers, the descendants of Esau, <clears throat> who live in Seir. They will be afraid of you, but be very careful. Do not provoke them to war, for I will not give you any of their land, not even enough to put your foot on. I have given Esau the hill country of Seir as his own. You are to pay them in silver for the food you eat and the water you drink. The Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hands. He has watched over your journey through this vast desert. These forty years the Lord your God has been with you, and you have not lacked anything. So we went on past our brothers and the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. We turned from the Araba, Araba road, which comes up from the and Ezion Geber traveled along the desert of Moab, desert road of Moab. Then the Lord said to me, Do not harass the Moabites or provoke them to war, for I will not give you any part of their land. I have given Ar to the descendants of Lot as a possession. Uh, I love this, this, this summary of history. So many things going on Esau, Lot, just amazing stories that I would suggest. You reread because it just shows a lot about forgiveness and compassion. Sorry, back to scripture. The Amites used to live there, people strong and numerous and as tall as the Anakites. Like the Anakites, they too were considered Rephites, but the Moabites called them Emites. Horites used to live in Seir, but the descendants of Esau drove them out. They destroyed the Horites from before them and settled in their place, just as Israel did in the land of, of the Lord, uh, gave them as their possession. And the Lord said, Now, get up and cross the Zerad Valley, so we crossed the valley. Thirty-eight years passed from the time we left Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zerad Valley. By then, that entire generation of fighting men had perished from the camp, as the Lord had sworn to them. The Lord's hand was against them until he had completely eliminated them from the camp. Now when the last of these fighting men among the people had died, the Lord said to me, Today you are to pass by the region of Moab at Ar. 
When you come to the Ammonites, <clears throat> do not harass them or provoke them to war, for I will not give you possession of any land belonging to the Amorites. I have given it as possession to the descendants of Lot. Steeping. Right. <clears throat> uh, that too is considered a land of the Rephites, who used to live there, but the Ammonites called them Zamzamites. They were people strong and numerous and as tall as the Anakites. The Lord destroyed them from before the Ammonites, uh, who drove them out and settled in their place. The Lord had done the same for the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir. When he destroyed the Horites from before them, they drove them out and have lived in their place to this day. As for the Avites, who lived in villages as far as Gaza, the Kaftarites coming out from the Kaftar destroyed them and settled in their place. Excuse me. Set out now and cross <clears throat> the Arnon Gorge. See, I have given into your hands Sihon, the Amorite king of Heshbon and his country. Begin to take possession of it and engage him in battle. This very day I will begin to put the terror and the fear of you on all the nations under heaven. They will hear reports of you and will tremble and will and be in anguish because of you. From the desert of Kedmoth I sent messengers to Sihon, king of Heshbon, offering peace and saying, Let us pass through your country. <clears throat> we will stay on the main road. We will not turn aside to the right or to the left. Sell us food to eat and water to drink for the price in silver. Only let us pass through on foot, as the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir, and the Moabites, who live in Ar, did for us, till we crossed the Jordan into the land the Lord has given us. <clears throat> but Sihon came Heshbon. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my alarm clock went off. But Sion, king of Heshbon, refused to let us pass through, for the Lord your God had made his spirit stubborn and his heart obstinate in order to give him into your hands, as he has now done. The Lord said to me, See, I have begun to deliver Sihon and his country over to you. Now begin to conquer and possess his land. When Sihon and all his army came out to meet us in battle at Jehaz, the Lord our God delivered him over to us, and we struck him down together with his sons and his whole army. That time we took all his towns and completely destroyed them, men, women, and children. We left no survivors, but the livestock and the plunder from the towns we had captured we carried off for ourselves. From Aurora, on the rim of the Arnon Gorge, and from the town in, in the gorge, even as far as Gilead, not one town was too strong for us. The Lord our God gave us all of them, but in accordance with the command of the Lord our God, you do not encroach on any of the land of the Ammonites, neither the land along the course of the Jabbok, nor that around the towns and the hills. Let's see, it's 7 o'clock, 15 minutes in. I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to pause it. So I, don't, I do want to finish three through four. I'm going to pause it for now, children. Um, but, I mean, it's not going to feel pause to you because I'm immediately going to get back into chapter three and the defeat of Og, king of the Bashan. But uh, your mom's about to take a shower, and I'm not going to miss that. So, see you in a little bit. All right, kids, we're back to... <clears throat> Deuteronomy 2 through, or 3 through, as far as I could get, I think. I walked to the office. It's been a few days since I stopped the recording last time. Um, as soon as I stopped the recording, finishing uh, chapter 2, the king came down, and he 
so that he could hear me talking. Um, he could hear me reading the Bible. So I guess that's out. I guess I'm going to have to walk to the office to read from now on or maybe go into my truck and read. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so some updates on the family, some fun things that have happened. We went ice skating, I think, on I think either that day or a day later. I don't know when I recorded Deuteronomy 1 through 2. But we went ice skating, and that was fun. And I, I have to mention this because it was kind of, it was kind of tragic at the moment, but it was pretty funny. Um, later on, uh, the spy ended up wetting himself when we were trying to get his ice skates off. And but what we we, his mom was brilliant. She had tights on over underneath her pants because it was cold, and he wore those the rest of the night. Tucked into his, into his ice skates. So, um, crisis averted. And then um, it's Wednesday morning right now. But Monday, a couple days ago, Monday I took the king to get uh, some dental work done. Poor guy, got four cavities, two really big ones on the left side, baby teeth, and there wasn't a lot they could do except cap it. And so for an hour and a half, they drilled it out and they put a little metal cap over the one tooth. And after an hour and a half, after an hour and a half, I, I went back to see what was going on. And as soon as I went back there, he started crying. And I felt so bad because he said, he said, Daddy, I called for you. I felt so awful. I made it very clear to the staff, like if a child calls for me, you better come get me next time. And uh, I'm going to just be diplomatic, and I won't say everything I said. But I was pretty furious with the, with the dental staff. And it was just so sad. As as you went home, you were just kind of quietly sobbing. Because it's a traumatic, traumatic what, what you went through, pal. Um, so, I think I woke up at 2 or 2.30 this morning. I just couldn't get back to sleep. And I have a client appointment, or like a phone appointment, like at 6 a.m., so I'm going to deal with that. And uh, I bought a Bible. It's a, it's a, I want I want, the goal is to buy four Bibles for all of you. And I want a Bible, I want them to be good study Bibles with a lot of the, um, a lot of pages I could write in. And this is not one of those. It's a New King James Version Bible. It's pretty good. I, I love the smell of the of the leather. It's pretty nice and soft. Um, but if you don't read it, it's kind of useless. <laughs> you know, it could be you know paperweight. Um, so, and it's it's new, so it's hard to get the backing to stay down. I've never read a New King James version. My father talked a lot about how the King James version was the most accurate version when it came to translation between Greek and, I think, Latin and Aramaic, the other, the languages the Bible was actually originally written in. So, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert on that. My dad had plenty of time to uh, research that. But let me see, I have to blow my nose. I want to pause it because you don't need to hear me blow my nose. All right, I'm back. Didn't wait a few days.
Her mom texted me. What's she texting me? Oh. I've been in kind of a disagreement lately. So where are we? Deuteronomy 3. I'm going to read this until, I think until my client calls me. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Take a sip. I'm going to have a sip of my Mountain Dew. As I sit in my office, I notice that I'm surrounded by your gifts for Christmas. By the time you listen to this, you'll realize that Santa actually does not exist. And it's always been your mom and dad and your grandma and grandpa. And and I've alluded to the fact that we hide our gifts here, but we absolutely do hide our gifts here. And uh, it's pretty impressive how much we could fit into this place. And uh, this coming, see, it's, it's like Wednesday morning. I'm substitute teaching today. Because one of the teachers needs it, and I, I'm a sucker. I'm going to help. And, uh, but early tomorrow morning, 24 hours from now, I'm going to be taking a flight out somewhere to uh, surprise someone. So, which means I should probably, I should probably not post this until, until um, I make the surprise, because she might be listening to this podcast. Let's hope not. But, uh, I, I miss my one of my nephew's high school graduations. And I'm the uncle that doesn't miss anything. I don't use kids as an option or as an excuse. You guys know this. And I miss his high school graduation. I felt really bad. And I'm not going to miss his college graduation. It's uh, of my of my three older sisters. This is my youngest of the older ones. And she's been having a rough time. I mean, she just lost her dad, too. We haven't really dealt with it. So I'm going to um, I'm gonna show up. and we'll, I, th- I'm, I think it'll make her happy. Um, it's hard. Having siblings is, is hard and complicated. And, you know, you've known them forever. And luckily, I get along with mine. I, I, I have so many cases in the, in the area of profession that I do where siblings do not get along. And it's my heart grieves for them. It's really sad. So when the parent dies, their relationship goes. And, you know, it's one of my biggest fears uh, of, um, after I'm gone, that, that you, uh, you guys don't remain close. It's, it's one of my top prayers that you guys remain close. And if you're listening to this and, Someone said something or someone upset you or, you know, please go and forgive them. Take them out to coffee or lunch. Do something nice for them. Be the bigger person. It's it's one of my great fears, and I, I have to give it to God, that you'll all remain very close when I'm good and gone. So that's just, I think, would be a great blessing to me. And that's the best way you could honor me after I'm gone, you four, 
is that you remain close no matter what you guys do to each other. Because guess what? We're all human and we're all born into sin. We're not perfect. We do dumb things. But if you guys were to, to remain close, that would be that would be one of my greatest that would be the greatest thing you guys can honor me with. Of of course, aside from having uh saving faith in Jesus Christ. That's first. And then second would be please remain close to each other and love each other. So chapter three. Then we turned and went up the road, to, and this is the New King James Version. So, sorry, you're just getting a panoply, panoply, panoply of, of, uh, of biblical translations, because I just can't keep to one, and sometimes I'm, uh, I don't have the ESV, which is what I've been using. So, sorry. Then we turned and went up the road to Bashan, and Og, king of Bashan, came out against us. He and all his people to battle at Edri, and the Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have delivered him and all of his people and his land into your hand. You shall do to him as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who dwelt at Heshbon. So the Lord our God also delivered into our hands Og, king of Bashan, with all his people, and we attacked him until he had no survivors remaining. And we took all his cities at that time. There is not a city which we did not take from them. Sixty cities, all the region of Argob, the kingdom of Og in Bashan. All these cities were fortified with high walls, gates, and bars, besides a great many rural towns, and we utterly destroyed them. And we did so, and we did to Sion, king of Heshbon, utterly destroying the men, women, and children of every city. But all the livestock and the spoil of the cities we took as booty for ourselves. And at that time we took the land from the hand of the two kings of the Amorites, who were on the side of the Jordan, from the river Arnon to Mount Hermon, the Sidonians call Herman Syrian, and the Amorites call it Sinir. All the cities of the plain, all Gilead, all Bashan, as far as Salkah and Edri, cities of kingdom of Og and Bashan. For only Og, king of Bashan, remained of the remnant of the giants. Indeed, the bedstead was an iron bedstead. It is not in Rabah of the people of Ammon. Nine cubits is its length, and four cubits its width, according to its standard cubit. Take a sip. What is going on here? And this land, which we possessed at the time from Aror, which is by the river Arnon, and half the mountains of Gilead and its cities I gave to the Reubenites and the Gadites. The rest of Gilead and all Bashan, and it seems like Moses is just recapping for the um, surviving Israelites what's going on here, so... Essentially, he's just recapping what happened in the last book. Um, I gave I gave the rest of Gilead and all Bashan, the kingdom of Og, I gave to half the tribe of Manasseh. All the region of Argob, with all Bashan, was called the land of the giants. Jer, the son of Manasseh, took all the region of Argob, as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Machathites, and called Bashan after his own name. Havoth Jer to this day. Also I gave Gilead to Masher, and the Reubenites and the Gadites I gave from Gilead as far as the river Arnon, the middle of the river as the border as far as the river Jabbok, the border of the people of Ammon, the plain also with the Jordan as the border from Chinnereth, as far as the east side of the sea to Arabah, below the slopes of Pisgah. 
wrong name. Then I commanded you at the time, saying, The Lord your God has given you this land to possess. All you men of valor shall cross over armed before your brethren, the children of Israel. But your wives, your little ones, and your livestock, I know that you have much livestock, shall stay in your cities, which I have given you, until the Lord has given the rest to your brethren as to you. And they also possess the land which the Lord your God has given them beyond the Jordan. Then each of you may return to his possession, which I have given you. And I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord your God has done to these two kings. So will the Lord do to all the kingdoms through which you pass. You must not fear them, for the Lord your God himself fights for you. Then I pleaded with the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord God, you have begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand for what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do anything like your works and your mighty deeds. I pray, let me cross over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, those pleasant mountains in Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me on your account and would not listen to me. So the Lord said to me, Enough of that. Speak no more to me of this matter. Go up to the top of Pisgah and lift your eyes toward the west, the north, the south, and the east. Behold it with your eyes, for you shall not cross over this Jordan. But command Joshua and encourage him and strengthen him, for he shall go over before this people, and he shall cause them to inherit the land which you will see. So he stayed in the valley opposite Beth Peor. And it's pretty brutal that Moses won't be able to see the promised land. But God was still not pleased with him. About all that. Um, yeah. Okay. Chapter 4. Now, O Israel... Listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor, for the Lord your God has destroyed from among you all the men who followed Baal of Peor. But you who held fast to the Lord your God are alive today, every one of you. Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples, who will hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us, for whatever reason we may call upon him? And what great nation is there that such statutes and righteous judgments are, as are in all this law which I set before you this day? Only take heed of yourself, and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, unless they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to me to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. Then you came near and stood at the foot of the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire to the midst of heaven with darkness, cloud and thick darkness. And the Lord spoke to you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the sound of the words, but saw no form. You only heard a voice. So he declared to you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform. 
the Ten Commandments, and he wrote them on two tablets of stone. And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments, that you might observe them in the land which you cross over to possess. Take careful heed to yourselves, for you saw no form when the Lord spoke to you at Horeb, out of the midst of the fire, lest you act corruptly and make yourselves as carved image in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any animal that is on earth, or the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, or the likeness of any fish that is in the water beneath the earth. And take heed lest you lift your eyes to heaven. When you see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the hosts of heaven, you feel driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord your God has given to all the peoples under the whole heaven as heritage. But the Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace, out of Egypt, to be his people, an inheritance as you are this day. Furthermore, the Lord was angry with me for your sakes and swore that I would not cross over the Jordan and that I would not enter the good land which the Lord your God has given you as an inheritance. But I must die in this land. I must not cross over the Jordan, but you shall cross over and possess that good land. Take heed to yourselves, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make for yourselves a carved image in that form, anything which the Lord his God has forgiven you, forbidden you. Excuse me. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. When you beget children and grandchildren and have grown old in the land and act corruptly and make a carved image of the form of anything and do evil in the sight of the Lord your God to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. You will not prolong your days in it, but will be utterly destroyed. And the Lord will scatter you among the peoples and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will drive you. And there you will serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart, with all your soul. When you are in distress, and all these things come upon you in the latter days, when you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not forsake you, nor destroy you, nor forget the covenant of your fathers which he swore to them. For ask now concerning the days... Uh, that are past, which were before you, since the day that God created man on the earth, and ask from one end to heaven to the other, whether any great thing like this has happened, or anything like it has been heard. Did any people ever hear the voice of God speaking out in the midst of the fire, as you have heard, and live? Or did God ever try to go and take for himself a nation from the midst of another nation, by trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes. To you it was shown that you might know that the Lord himself is God. There is none other besides him. Out of heaven he let you hear his voice, that he might instruct you on earth. He showed you his great fire, and you heard his words out of the midst of the fire. And because he loved your fathers, therefore he chose their descendants after him, and brought you out of Egypt with his presence and his mighty power, driving out from before you nations greater and mightier than you, to bring you in, to give you their land as an inheritance, as it is this day. Therefore know this day, and consider it in your heart, that the Lord himself is God, in heaven above and on the earth beneath, there is no other. You shall therefore keep his statutes and his commandments, which I command you today, that it may go well with you, and your children after you, and that you may prolong your days in the land, which the Lord your God is giving you for all time. Oh, that's a lot. Beautiful, poetic. Not done with the chapter just yet.
Then Moses set apart three cities on the side of the Jordan toward the rising of the sun, that the manslayer might flee there, who kills his neighbor unintentionally without having hated him in the past, and that by fleeing to one of these cities he might live. Bezer in the wilderness on the plateau of the Reubenites, Ramoth in Gilead and the Gadites, and Golan in Bashan for the Manassites, Manassites, I think. Now this is the law which Moses set before the children of Israel. These are the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which Moses spoke to the children of Israel after they came out of Egypt. On the side of the Jordan in the valley opposite Beth Peor in the land of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who dwelt at Heshbon, whom Moses and the children of Israel defeated after they came out of Egypt. And they took possession of his land and the land of Og, king of Bashan, two kings of the Amorites who were on this side of the Jordan toward the rising of the sun. From Aurora, which is on the bank of the river Arnon, ever to Mount Sion, uh, that is Hermon, and all the plain and the east, on the east side of the Jordan, as far as the Sea of Araba, Araba, below the slopes of Pisgah. I'm going to stop there. The next one, uh, Moses reviews the Ten Commandments, the Israelites. And, you know, I, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'll, the more I read, I'll... I'll I'll be wrong, but I'm um, just curious what happened. I mean, I know Moses died and he didn't get to see the Jordan, but did he like immediately fall fall dead as they were leaving to go to the promised land? Or did Moses just become, did he uh, just, you know, live out the remaining few days, weeks, months, even years before he died? I think the Bible is a little silent on, on the immediacy of when the people left for the promised land and Moses being dead. I mean, they say he died. It seems that he died immediately, but I don't, I really don't know. I think it'd be really interesting if Moses lived a while after that. And Moses is, is such a fascinating historical figure. I mean, he... He didn't, at the age of 40, he fled Egypt, realizing he was Jewish, and he lived in the desert for 40 years. And when he was 80, he was 80, God appeared to him as a burning bush. But you kids keep that in mind when you're feeling down about yourselves and thinking, oh, you're not going anywhere in life or anything like that. You can't measure yourself based on on superficial human um, <clears throat> uh, measurements. Like, oh, I'm this age, I'm not this. Or I'm this age, I'm not married. Or I don't have ch- children. Or I don't own this. Or I don't have a house. Or I'm renting an apartment. Or anything like that. You can't do that. You just can't. It's um, it's bad theology. Um, it's a quarter to six. I should probably get ready for this meeting. Um, I love you. I'm going to miss you on my trip. Be good to each other. Obey your mother. Obey God. And believe in Jesus Christ. And in everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the king.
Above all 